This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, we drink tea, mix lemonade, and ask the question, which white person decided that Prince was biracial? It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Hello. Oh, you did it. You did I like did a it. short hello. Nice you and was succinct. like, hello. Yes. Nice and a succinct day. Hello, people. Hey. Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. I am Queen. I'm Jay. And this, this is Tea with, with Queen, Queen and Jay. Jay. Yeah. Ew. What's up? I'm nothing. Hold on. Hold on. Mm, felt a huge burp. I didn't want to give it to the people. Thank you for suffocating so. it. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I am good. That is great. It's been an interesting two weeks since the last time we saw you guys. It has. It's been um, dramatic. It is post-lemonade. It's post-lemonade. It's, it's post-purple post rain It's um, leaving us. Uh, yes. It's post-WWE uh, China passed away. Wait, that was traumatic. It's post-Hillary won New York. Hillary won New York. That was awkward. A lot of, uh, a lot a of lot stuff of happened. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot of a lot of stuff happened. But what kind of tea are you drinking? I'm drinking chai tea. I am also drinking chai tea, and we both have ginger ale chasers. Yes. Because, because we wanted a little ginger ale. We gangster like that. That's how we, we roll. Do what we want. This is our studio. That's right. This is our mic. This is how we roll. We record. We do different things here. Yeah. Um. All right. All right. All right. So, uh, this week in Pinky's Up. I, lots of things have happened. Okay. There's a lot of things to pinkies up. I, you earlier uh, said, I have one little pinky. Now you're like, what? there are lots of things to pinkies. There are, there are. I have lots no, of pinkies. No, but my pinkies are tiny. So in addition to everything else that went down this week, I don't know if everyone knows that I like to play dress up. So one of my friends, do. I do. I love dressing up. I love you dressing follow up follow her on social Halloween. media and you have seen her be various things. Yes. I like it very much. Last year I did I did two separate costumes for Halloween. I just like to dress up. Um, so luckily one of my friends does a costume party for his birthday every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year I was doing, the costume party was postmodern, tropical or whatever. So like Miami Vice, mm-hmm. like... Saved by the Bellish kind of those early not the early early years but like you know the for real Saved by the Bell years. Other people were there. Uh no, not that one. Okay. The regular one with Zach Morris and then we're in like high school or whatever, okay. but not later than that. Oh, people still watched. People did. It was weird. Why? I don't know. Um, but anyway, that kind of thing. So I oh, channeled. I, I had a crush on Zach Morris. Okay, okay, go ahead. I think we all did a little yeah, bit for a second, is, right? How could you not? Yeah, he was, he was he cool. He was pretty cool. He was yeah, a little was swaggy. Swag. He did. He did. <laughs> um, and there was Slater, who was adorable with yes. the dimples. Anyway, anyway, so I was channeling a Malibu Barbie. So I had to get stuff, and I didn't want to spend a lot of money. So I was like, yo, let me go into one of these rainbows or one of these stores that like I would never think to go into to buy actual clothes. Going to a rainbow, and it's like another world in there. It's like H&M on 
crack cocaine. It was just like... That sounds fun. That sounds like a good thing. This is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I was like, I didn't know if you were I had an amazing time. Oh, okay. It was great. I plan to return and buy more cheap clothes that will probably destroy themselves after one or two washes. destroy the world. You know, I looked that up. I actually looked that up. So I looked up rainbow and labor practices, but maybe I should have looked up like where they get their shit, where they get their clothes. Or oh, whatever. I was just thinking about how clothes that they're turning over so fast like that add to waste. Mm. So I was thinking of that. But right, I'm pretty good with my stuff though. I usually keep it forever. You or, do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you do. Mm-hmm. But then, right? What, what? There's someone who could use that. <laughs> could use what? Whatever you keep it forever because you're just keeping it forever. You mean like the hoarding of my clothes yeah. in laundry bags yeah, yeah. is not good? Anyhow, <laughs> the point of this pinkies up is that I found lots of disposable fashion in Rainbow. They had fun styles. Mm-hmm. And I had a great time and I plan to go back. So this is a pinkies up to the rainbows of the world, to the Mandy's, to the Easy Pickens. Oh, I remember Easy Pickens. Yes. These are all stores that when I was in high school, I refused to go into because when you are poor, you don't want to, for me at least, mm-hmm. I didn't want to uh, go into a store that I felt like was for people who were poor. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I didn't mind going in those stores because I was I was always really good at finding the hot shit. It's like, where'd you get that from? And I'm like, mm, Conway. What? You got that from God. Yeah, girl, because I, I know how to do that. Like, I was, I, I always was good at that. Yeah. So I never minded. Nah. I never minded. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do like, it. Like, for real, you got the hat at Conway. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't want to do it. But then also, I think we, I feel like you and I had different um, styles. Also, I'm a little bit older. So I feel like I was probably a little bit more of a tomboy, I think. I was, I was, I'm in the middle, like I, cause I played sports and stuff. So there was times where I was kind of like that. And there's times where I wanted to wear a skirt and mm-hmm. then I have all of the sneakers, but then one day I want to wear shoes. Like I was both, like I wasn't a tomboy and I mm-hmm. wasn't a girl to girl. I was just, mm-hmm. I was both, I was all of that. Like, mm-hmm. like, I guess I feel like you were more doing more things, more variety. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that yes. is variety. Cause that's. Right. No, I know. I'm. I'm not. I'm not just talking about style, but also like having a variety of like, I guess style. Right. I'm. I'm not talking so much about like uh, fucking tomboy this or whatever. whatever uh-huh. But just like, like just how you are now. Like liking to do lots of different yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and switch up shit. Or, yeah, that yeah, wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to do all of that. I just yeah, need to go. I need to switch up. Yeah. No, I didn't need to do all that or whatever. So anyhow, shout out to Rainbow, Easy Pickens, all those stores. I'll be back. <laughs> Disposable fashion. <laughs> Wore a pair of jeans today. And they fit. And my legs are mad long. So this is important. <laughs> so pick yourself to that. That's good. That's cool. Yes. On a more substantial and important note, I'm going to flip it to you. Okay. So my pinkies, both of them, and my pinky toes, all of the pinkies. And the rest of my pinkies, because I only gave one pinky. All of those pinkies. To the others. Go so to. I'm going to dedicate mine. Here you go. Mrs. Beyonce Knowles Carter. Yes. And the lemonade that she served me mm-hmm. Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that visual album. She's changing the game. You have to release visual albums. Yes. I mean, Michael was doing that. I think no, he was... wasn't releasing visual albums. 
You would have like mm-hmm. movies, mm-hmm. but I guess songs not the whole album, Yeah, right. she. Yes, that's us. I'm. I, mm-hmm. I'm a Michael mm-hmm. fan, so I know when something different is happening. Mm-hmm. Visual. Mm-hmm. Albums, I'm a Michael fan too. I'm not saying you're not, but I'm I just saying that I, saying. I, I know that when something is different from what that person is doing, because mm-hmm. I know, I know what he did to the video music game. Or I know mm-hmm. what the things he changed in music right. and pop culture. Right. Blah blah. Right. This is what Beyonce is changing. Mm-hmm. Music like she releases albums, the whole right, album, like right, right. here it is. So you're and saying, here's all the songs, so people get singles. Right. You're saying this is not trapped in the closet. Um, no, that was right. garbage. <laughs> it was garbage. That and was he didn't garbage. release it all at once, it right? Was, it would be like another yeah, chapter. Yeah, it would be like another, another chapter. chapter right? Also, he's like, a child molester, so there's that. We don't, we give him no props no, here. Not on. at this show. Right. So it was that. I really enjoyed it. Um, Beyonce knows that I do not like spoken word. But mm-hmm. she didn't bore me to death with it. With right, it. right, right. It was, it was just, it was just really great. A lot of womanism in it. Mm-hmm. A lot of blackness in it. A mm-hmm. lot of emotions, good and bad. There were right. times where I was smiling. There were times where I was yelling at the TV mm-hmm. and joy. Mm-hmm. There were times where I was crying or you know that fake dry ass cry I do. Mm-hmm. There were times when <laughs> where you look, where you look worried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes are moist and you look worried. <laughs> But no tears fall. Uh, my, bo- my voice is all shaky. Right, right, <laughs> But right, yeah, yeah, that cry, that okay, happened. Okay. Um, yeah, it was it was great. It was great. It was for her. It was for us. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Loved it. Adored it. But um, as soon as it ended, mm-hmm. I said, I do not want to read any think pieces. Mm-hmm. I do not want to um, have people ask me what I thought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any of that shit. Because Jay and I live in a world where we have kind of made ourselves media and people want to hear our thoughts or we're always right. sharing our thoughts. People always think we're, they're privy mm-hmm. to our opinions of things. And, and since I do this on such a full-time basis mm-hmm. with Ms. Vixen, with this magazine, it was like, no, I kind of just want to just like look at this. Right and enjoy it and take it in for myself Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. find the little pieces in it that, oh, this is this. You know, all the little hidden gems that are within that piece Mm -hmm. alone by myself on my own couch. Mm -hmm. Like, I wanted it for myself, honestly. Yes. So. I support that. Thank you, Beyonce, for this lemonade. Thank you, Beyonce. My own cup for myself. Absolutely. And Jay's own cup for herself. Yes, yes. I would like to talk briefly about my cup of lemonade oh you can talk about your cup <laughs> yes. of lemonade but like no nothing yeah yeah <laughs> actually i watched it i was at my friend's house we would get doing my face and doing different stuff because i was getting my costume ready or whatever yeah. and so we watched it during that and then i went to the party and then i drank and then i came home and i was hung over and then you came over and we planned for the show and yeah. did my hair and like i have not been tapped into what's been happening which is great, great. so i don't want to hear your think pieces i don't yeah i'm not you've already yeah. said it i don't want to do it yeah I'm just but not. speaking of things that i got out of it that i really did enjoy and mm-hmm. i pinkies up also to beyonce for giving us formation so we could flush this out right because i feel like we did all the think piecing we did all I the talking from those two. <laughs> i got i got caught up in it i talked I, a, little, I a, a little bit about it here I whatever away. i caught up in it I was like, nah. but yeah but i liked that i had that to like 
go through mm-hmm. and I, I felt better prepared I, I guess me personally I felt yeah. better prepared to fully enjoy and appreciate this yeah. and know how to close out all the other stuff yeah cause it's, and just take in the beauty that was this cause that's how I am with art anyway mm-hmm. I like to look at it mm-hmm. and like oh, like and take that stuff in with right. my own thoughts and that's just how I am right. with it right. and maybe I'll look into what the artist which mission was mm-hmm, later mm-hmm. but i like to figure it it out what this means to me right now mm-hmm. in front of me and my face and right. that's always how i right. approach art situations mm-hmm. and i noticed i wasn't doing that as much anymore because i'm and i have these platforms where my opinion um my opinion is what is the work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was just like, no, I think I'm going to, especially the things that I really, really enjoy, I think I might just start keeping them to myself again mm-hmm. because I need things for myself. Right. And that's what lemonade is. That's it, like is. it was fucking dope. For myself. Um, My cup of lemonade, what I really enjoyed about the whole thing, aside from how beautiful it was and all the, all the obvious things to enjoy, mm-hmm. I really loved... The togetherness of black women yeah, in it. Yeah. How she featured black women from all walks of life. She featured mothers of uh, victims of police brutality. Yes, yes. She featured a lot of the young women coming up in the industry yeah, right now. Yeah, Amanda. Zendaya, Amanda was in it. Amanda. Serena. Serena. Serena was in it. So, no. Serena. Serena. Yeah. She was giving us body. I wanted I I watched it over mm-hmm. just to watch her right drop like it was gorgeous and she was amazing damn. yeah she's amazing <laughs> and the the song that she had her in the like it was to me it was so representative it was not just the togetherness of black women but it was the togetherness in our message the togetherness yeah. in support yes. you know what I'm saying yeah. like so she's in this video. Um, where Beyonce is saying, sorry, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. And that's basically been everything that Serena has had to deal with when it comes yeah, to her everything. body image, yep. when it comes to her role in sports, yep. um, and the way that she is viewed as being some sort of, um, some sort of bully, some sort of villain, yeah. as opposed to a woman who is talented and, um, very and has worked for her, her position talent. and confident right. in her talent or whatever. Um, but yeah, and, I felt... and, and very feminine because what she was doing is right. tied to like these right. feminine and this feminine energy, Absolutely. and people are always trying to act as if she is because masculine she's, or she's masculine because she's her build too, is her build different is too, whatever. Than, so she right. can't do the she can't embrace or exert this feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Because her body is something that most don't associate with femininity. Right, right. But right. she fucking did that. Right, 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 right. It was <laughs> just, um, yeah, it was just, it's rare for us to see those images of black women togetherness because it's rare for us to see enough black women in media. Period. It's not because we're not together. Nope. It's not because we don't fucks with each other. Nope. It's just rare to see us out yeah. here doing it. It's usually one at a time. Exactly. Exactly. It's usually one at a time. Exactly. So it's very cool to see Beyonce expressing herself artistically in this way and putting us to the forefront. Speaking of togetherness. Speaking of, I don't even know what she's going to say, but it feels like it's going to be good. Today in black hair. Okay. Um, so like I said, we did my hair on Sunday or whatever, and 
I went to work and as usual, there's always an adventure, a hair adventure, whatever. But this for me is again tied to my lemonade that I had mm-hmm. or whatever because of like the support and togetherness or whatever. So there are a lot of times when I'm at work and I feel uh, not so much now because I'm in a, a fairly healthy office environment, I mm-hmm. think, or whatever. Um, but I'm still one of a few black women in the office. And so I come in, I have new hair, it's big. Um, and a coworker walks past me. I'm talking to another group of coworkers or whatever, another black woman, a white male and an Asian male. We're standing talking about other stuff or whatever. And a coworker walks past who always has something to say about my hair. She is also black, um, biracial, black. And she says, she always has something to say and it's not positive ever. Mm -hmm. And it's like a sideways, like, what are you doing? What's going on? Why? So this is like, wow, it's big. So, and I was like, yeah, it's going to get bigger. This is, you know, this is how it is. Yeah. It's just, why so big though? Why so big? And I'm usually, you know, my personality, I tend to be a politician. I tend to be, I'm not, um, not, I can be confrontational, but things usually hit me a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the other black woman that I was standing with after this woman is like, wow, your hair is big and why that color? And, you know, wearing, you know, my hair is like gray and white or whatever. Mm-hmm. Wearing gray, you might as well put wrinkles on your face and yada, yada, yada. And I'm, I'm used to this woman kind of doing this. So I'm kind of just like letting it roll off. And Oh, and you let it roll off and she's a non-factor. You know, right. she's no exactly. one important, so it's just like, anyway. That's exactly, so that, yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah, what it is. So she's, yeah, 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 she's <laughs> saying this, and in my head, it's like, it just means, right, she's like a yeah. non-factor. I already know that this person has, like, some kind of self-hatred yeah. thing going on, and so I'm not invested in it. It, it means nothing to me. This person's yeah. a non-factor, whatever. Um, the other black woman that I'm standing next to is even though I've responded to this lady, like, ah, this is how I, this is what I appreciate. Just like how you like to wear your hair flat. That's what you do. This is what I do. Whatever. She's like, yeah, it's gonna get bigger. That's how it is. What are you asking? What are you talking about? What do you mean? Um, and when the lady who's questioning me is like, oh, it's like, you know, wearing gray hair. It's like putting wrinkles on your face. What are you doing? This woman is like standing up for me and saying, well, no, that's not, no one said anything about that. What are you talking about? Why are you here? Like, what do you mean? Why are you? And even though, yeah, like what are you talking about? (laughs) We're over here talking about this, enjoying life. And if anything, if any, if my hair was mentioned at all in that circle, they were like, oh, it looks nice or, you know, whatever. You know, I like what you've done with it or how'd you do it or that kind of thing or Mm -hmm. whatever. Not all of this side, you roll up on the scene and you're like sideways, like, why so big? And what's this, that? And me and this, again, like I said, I've already established that this person has like a self-hate issue because yeah. the conversation is always about my hair in this kind of black way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and when we are, when it's just us, sometimes I will say things like, well, what, it, well, and I'll explore that a little bit more, like whatever the fuck her problem is with my hair on this kind of black level. Um, but I didn't want to do that in mixed company. But you're nice, right? Because she opened that door. Right, 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 right. She did. So now let's work yeah, through it together. Right. And I didn't right. even because she's such a non-factor. I didn't even process yeah. how harassed I was being until the black woman who was standing next to me was confronting it head on. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Why are you Why are you doing this? What is you know? This is This is what it is. Mm-hmm. Her hair is big. It's gonna get bigger. And like what, you know what I'm saying? And it's just good 
Because I didn't, like I said, I didn't notice that I was being harassed in that way because I'm used to this person and she's a non-factor until this other black woman affirmed me and kind of stood up for me and it just felt, it just felt really great, you Mm -hmm. know? So anyway, pinkies up to um, Sister Girl. Sister Girl's Lemonade. Sister Girl's Lemonade, Beyonce, Rainbow. Just shining lights. And New Orleans. It must look so. New Orleans, for reals. Today and I know that it showed us the good parts because it's right. still, you know, mm-hmm. 10 years later and mm-hmm. it's still, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But shout out to New Orleans because y'all are lemonade. Definitely. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Pinkies Absolutely. out to New Orleans. Absolutely. Yeah, yo. Um, so there's that good shit. Yeah, it's time for the tea talk. It's time for tea talk. So, the purple one. Purple Rain Prince. Prince passed away. What's his full name again? Prince, Prince Rogers Nelson. Yes, has passed. Age. Yep. Well, y'all know this. What? It's been days. I want to say at age 57. It's just so, it's really, really, really sad. Where were you when you found out that Prince had passed away? I was laying in my bed and I went on Twitter. And they, there was a tweet saying that someone passed at the estate. Mm-hmm. Like someone had, you know, they be partying. Who knows? Right. <laughs> right. That was my, right. like my exact thoughts. They be partying. Mm-hmm. I wonder who that was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Went back to my life. I think I'm like made breakfast. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. even remember what time it was. Then mm-hmm. I, our friend, we have a group text. Our mm-hmm. friend Vanessa mm-hmm. sent us the thing saying Prince had passed. And right. I was like, nope, I'm hearing this false. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. like, I'm hearing this false. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. we don't. Nope, nope, nope. Because nope. before that, my friend Tanisha hit me and was like, What's going on with Prince? Like, oh my God. <laughs> well, I was like, Nothing. I didn't even. I was like, Wait, what? <laughs> because, right, because they know I'd be on social media. Amongst my uh, friends, I'm uh-huh. number one social media tapped uh-huh. in person or whatever. So we all know it hits Twitter first. But I was I was having one of those days where I was just in, you know, in the clouds or yeah. whatever, right? So you said that. It's like nothing. It's like, well, they're saying somebody. I was like, nope, not doing yeah. it. Not That's why I was like, nope. I was and like, China had just passed that day. Yeah, she had like, passed earlier in the day. Today. We're so not doing like, this I'm today. like, nope. And I'm like, because... I'm the one. You guys are at work. Mm-hmm. I'm home, mm-hmm. and my I'm my Twitter. I'm like on Twitter. Right. right so I was like, right. I keep my ears to the street, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was just like, I'm right not after I it. said that, yeah, yeah, you was like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Right after I said that, I go on Associated Press. Mm-hmm. Says the publicist. Mm-hmm. That's what I was like, oh, this shit is real. So you know, it's not told y'all, and it was just like I was still not fucking with it. I was like, I'll find. Let me Google this. No, myself. I said the publicist. Yeah. You was like, what publicist? <laughs> Like that associates no, press no, said the publicist and you no. was like you didn't say anything yeah you didn't I reply i'm not doing this today i went i got my lunch <laughs> i sat outside because i was like i'm not doing this today i'm not doing it so then I, I got my lunch i ate my lunch i somebody was texting me and then somebody else then i went and i confirmed what you had already told me i was like this is bullshit and then as I was walking back to work, because I was like, I never sit outside also. I, I guess I needed that or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was sunny. I was walking back to the office. So this is in Soho. And this white lady was walking behind me. And I hear her go, what? Prince? 
like in the street, stopped dead in her tracks, uh-huh. like as if she had just heard that a relative had passed away. It was just, it was just interesting. I wasn't surprised by it. It was just, it's interesting when like the world is connected in this yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it is. So that was that was pretty traumatic. Yes, yeah, and I found out, and then it was, I had to comfort two men, which was like nice. Mm-hmm. Cause I like when that men, sounds like uh, your everyday. No, I don't be comforting men. I don't. Have to comfort two men. Oh, two the two part. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you had to juggle <laughs> your time between right. Yes, who were like having these like, um, one was actually really good with expressing his emotion mm-hmm. with the, the mm-hmm. other one was like he did like yeah, <laughs> you know whatever, yeah. which was cool. But then I was like in the house all day. And me and my younger sister live together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, you know, Prince died. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, this is not the reaction. No. That, like, this no. is not. No. And she's younger than me. Mm-hmm. And she's not, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And I am a Prince fan, but I'm not like a Prince fanatic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, So she's like, not at all. You know, like, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. My sister called me from Charlotte. And, you know, she has mad kids. So she was busy doing real life shit. Uh-huh. And she called me like, hey. I was like, hey. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, you didn't hear? She was like, what? I was like, wait. I was like, wait. First of all, our family is okay. I'm sorry. Our family is okay. Because I made it, it sounded like how I've been told that our relative has died. I was like, no, no, no. Okay, wait. Our family is okay. And then I had, I had to tell her China. I had to start with that because oh, that's she relevant even, oh, to us. She, no, she I has had, a full life. Right, right. I'm just, so I'm I had to laying in bed on the exactly. Twitters. Yeah, yes. yeah. She had, she's, my sister had been up for hours doing shit for a family, yeah. right? Um, yeah, so I had to break the news about WWE China, and then I had to fucking tell her about Prince, and then she was like, well, shit, I called to tell you something funny, but (laughs) (laughs) nothing is funny anymore. But yeah, but but it happened with my sister, and it was like, I need to be around people who who feel this. Mm -hmm. So I like looked around, I I, I text you, I text um, Mm -hmm. TK, they're like, what's going on? I need to be around people who are like, like, whatever. So I ended up going to, Spike Lee um, had like a block party Mm -hmm. at his um, his studio. Mm -hmm. His offices, 40 acres on Mule. And um, yeah, I went out there and it was dope. Mm -hmm. Everyone's dancing. It looked amazing. Um, There's some crying. Kid, I just love when kids dance. Yeah, cause it's just it just looks it looks spiritual and free because they're just mm-hmm. doing what the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. They don't care about how they mm-hmm. look, so they're mm-hmm. doing that, not even realizing the, like where they are right. and why they're here, but right. just like you know, mm-hmm. it's just cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually it became a sing along. Yeah, and it was just everybody singing Prince songs. That's good. That's good. And, stuff. and then I ran into this man because I went by myself mm-hmm. and I met up with a friend and we kind of got lost mm-hmm. from each other but mm-hmm. then we found each other again later. And among the lost time when I lost him, me and this man started speaking and he was just so broken up mm-hmm. and he was like, this is just reminding me that I have to get my life back. Like mm-hmm. I've been living for what society told me I'm supposed how I'm supposed to Whoa. live. Get a job and 
this and this and that. And he's like, and I haven't been, he's like, I'm 41 and I have not been happy since I was a child. Oh my and God. This is just in mind, like, I can't, I can't do this. He said, it was crazy as I, I quit my job last week because it was like, no, I need to just do what makes me happy. Like, Prince did what made him happy. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't do stuff for money. He did stuff because this shit made mm-hmm. him happy. Money came with it because he was, you know, his talent right. was, you were going to pay for this talent. Right, right, right. But right. he was just like, ah, oh, I just know, like, this is... This is really big for me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can, mm-hmm. I see. Like, mm-hmm. I could, we talked for about 20 minutes. Yeah. And he was just like having his moment. And then he was like, thank you for like having his moment with me. That's nice. Like, How did y'all start talking? I was just standing. When I lose people, I'm like, I'm just staying in the spot. Mm-hmm. We'll be texting and then right. they can find me. Because right. if we move around, we're never going to find each other. So mm-hmm. I just stood there. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting for my friend. And he just stood next to me. He got, but he he kind of he wasn't there for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He said he got locked into watching the TV, and then when he finally came. It probably was only like thirty minutes, and then mm-hmm. it was over. So he didn't really get to mm-hmm. miss whatever. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of beating himself up about it, like oh, I missed it, I missed it. I'm like, no, we're in New York City. There's mm-hmm. gonna be more things. There's mm-hmm. a party at Brooklyn Bowl. Like trying mm-hmm. to just trying to make him like mm-hmm. feel like you're gonna be around Prince lovers, right? For at least a week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you're going to get this. I like, mm-hmm. don't, you know, whatever. So that's how it, the conversation started. Because mm-hmm. I could, he was sitting next to me kind of beating himself up. And it was like, no. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. And mm-hmm. then we just started talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. That's cool. Yeah. I was going to Harlem to buy hair. Because that's what I do now. Buy hair every and these few screets. days. And these streets, I'll be buying hair. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, and I walked past the Apollo, and it was fucking lit. I was like, yo, I need to go and buy this hair right quick, and then I need to come back back. here. I'll be back. I went back, and people had gathered and set up a little vigil outside. Mm -hmm. Um, Same situation. The music was going, and people were dancing, and people were singing along. Um, There was some news trucks out there. I had been out there for a little while. I was walking around taking pictures. And then Sway from VH1 came up to me and he's like, oh, can I talk to you for a minute about Prince? Do you mind? I was like, mm-hmm. oh, no, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he started talking to me. Beforehand, I was like, I, I could cry. I can't. Because I was just, and I was like, now I have to talk about Prince. That's like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm ready to cry at the drop oh, of a yeah, hat you are. at any point. And now you're going to make me like talk about what's happening right now. Yeah. And I've already said I'm not doing this today. Like, mm-hmm. he's alive. He's going to live forever. Um... So anyway, but I pulled it together, Sway interviewed me, we talked or whatever, and um, it was, um, it was nice. Mm -hmm. It was nice. It was nice to be able to express myself in that way. Mm -hmm. It was nice as they've been playing it on VH1 in between some of like the Purple Rain, you know, and then they'll they'll play the movie and then go to little, when they go to commercials, Uh they'll play people talking about Prince or whatever. Um, And I got to talk about how Prince was unapologetically black. Um, and kind of, he was just himself, you know? Unapologetically. Unapologetically black. black. And I got to say that on TV. Mm-hmm. And that was really exciting. That was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and speaking of that. Yeah, that's why I was like, yeah. unapologetically, unapologetically black. black. Uh, dear white people. Dear white people. Everywhere. Because this has happened in the New York Times. There is a children's book in which this has taken place. 
There have been articles all over since his death I've talking about articles. this. I even have a friend who's a Twitter friend. We never met in person. Mm-hmm. White woman. Mm-hmm. Who was like, hey. Yeah. Did, I just ignored it. Yeah. I, ne- I didn't say The girl I don't talk to at work who talks to me about things I don't care about <laughs> turned to me and said, yo, I was on the train today with my children and this white man was talking about Prince to somebody and he was like, yeah, because you know he was biracial. And this has been widespread untruth, mistruth, like flaring up since his death about how he's a biracial hero and then how you know he's biracial and this, that, da-da-da-da-da, biracial, biracial, which, even though this is false, there's nothing wrong with being biracial. It wouldn't be a huge deal to make that mistake. It doesn't take anything away from the person that he is to say that he's biracial. The problem with it is that white media... I believe, and a lot of other people believe, and believe. it is what they're fucking Not doing. Believe. It's, the, it's, it's the, the truth. truth. It's the truth. When they find a black person that they like, okay, when they find a person of color that they like, yes. who is doing something that they like, yes. it's like, well... They can't be black Mm-mm. because this is not what I understand I black love, to be. And I can't be in love. Exactly. Exactly. I can't be in love with yes. something that's Yes. Black. Yes. It, and, and just this the... This is why they freaked out right. they remember Beyonce right. was black. The ma- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the mass swelling up of this conversation of how important it is for them to mention that he was biracial. Yeah. It's wild to me and it's not even true in purple rain his mother was cast as biracial but that was not prince that was a character prince said himself i did not write this this is a work of fiction and it should be perceived as such both of prince's parents were black yep you can google it okay his parents much i actually had a dream about this i think i dreamed some but of this I, it's, I think but, there's a thing where white people think when black people are lighter that they have to be mixed because right. i have a friend you know my friend o'neill mm-hmm. who is brown but a lighter mm-hmm. brown than me but mm-hmm. he's brown and right. he was dating this guy this, this white man and I, he's like so what do you mix with it he's like what are you talking yeah. about so well you're kind of lighter mm-hmm. he's like do you know how many colors of black person there are they he eventually like fuck you we're yeah. not dating but yeah, he me. like how do you not they don't know how this works. Like, but there are black people who don't know how this works. You know what I'm saying? They are. And their understanding of blackness is very limited. And when people talk about Prince, white media in particular, all the For real? Time, people ask. It's, and it's not so much biracial, but it's that I have to be something else, right? Because so, you're light. Because you're light. So, like, what are you? It's the same. We talked about this on the show. It's the same, what are you thing that well, I get. I've heard the what are you thing because. Mm-hmm. But for some, like, we talked about it in a different way. Not, mm-hmm. like, because you're light, but because you're attractive. Or right. you carry yourself this way. So you must not be... Right, right, right. Thing. Well, there's that. But I guess when I, I, yeah, when I was talking... Yeah, we never talked about it. No, 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 we like, did. When I was talking about dating. When I was uh-huh. talking about dating black men. And they're... A lot of the black men I've dated... And by dated, I mean a lot of the black men who I've talked to, but not dated because of that whole thing. Yeah. And one of their first like questions is... they went on one is, date. Right. So, <laughs> so what are you? Or we text. So what are you? So what are you mixed with? Or what mm-hmm. are you? Be- because of that, because of my skin color, because of that. Which, again, nothing wrong with curiosity about somebody's background or where they're from or whatever. But why that has to be an opening question. Because yeah. my understanding of blackness is so broad that to me, we're both here. We have a shared experience. Yeah. Why? Why do you need to know what I'm mixed with on a first question? 
It's very fucking strange. Why? Because the person I'm dating didn't ask that. Good, yo. I'm not like I don't I don't really like think about it. Yeah. But like the way we, because he's from another country, but mm-hmm. it, he asked. I, he asked where I was from, mm-hmm. and I am said the Bronx. That was enough. That's I asked I like. where he was from, and he was like, whatever, you know, wherever mm-hmm. he's from in England, and then that was enough. Good. And then we just kept talking. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, look, it can happen. It can happen. It can oh, happen. It can happen. Yeah, they are I very annoying. I that question. I just realized he never asked that. Okay. Yeah. No, it's refreshing. It's refreshing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, this whole swelling about, oh, Prince is biracial. Prince is not biracial. Both of his parents are black. Um, someone report, yeah, there have been all these different articles and reports that his mother was Italian. There are other reports that his dad was black and Italian or whatever. This is how the diaspora works, okay? You can have a white grandma. Yep. And be a black person. person. That's how it works. That does not make you biracial. No. Nope. That's not how no. it works. Black people in America and in the Caribbean, we are of mixed racial ancestry. That's and right. Ancestry. That's right. But we're black people. We're black people. I bet if I did one of them DNA, da, 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 you'll see mm-hmm. whatever percentage of European and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But, but my brown ass. I'm afraid to still, do one. I'm not doing it because I don't know what y'all doing that DNA. Well, they that. might be doing shit. I don't trust I'm afraid them. mine's going to come back. They're going to be like, you are 67% Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm not doing that because they. they mm, right. Anyway. Right. So. And I might, I might have sixty seven percent Dutch. Absolutely. With my brown Absolutely. ass, but I'm still black. Right. It's just a mixed ancestry. Mm-hmm. We know the history of the people mm-hmm. of how they got to the Americas, North and South, and mm-hmm. the Caribbean. The mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's not new. Absolutely. This Absolutely. is not something new. It's not. It's not. And so uh, there's no need to rewrite history. And because you like someone, white America, to say that or justify their brilliance or their talent or their because you cannot put this person in the box that you think that black but people, people are, are for you to then say, oh well, he must have been this must or must be have that. been that or whatever. Um, and this notion of artists saying that a black artist has transcended race, right? Or transcended their blackness. Right. Because blackness is not something to transcend. White supremacy is something to overcome. And that's something I was reading an article, article today, um, that Serial Williams wrote for the Daily Beast. And he's talking about this whole thing, basically about... When you say... His music, her music, whoever's artistic, whatever, whoever's anything, mm-hmm. transcended race. You're basically saying that I don't see color shit. Right. I didn't see your color. I didn't. Ha- I don't see your color, so right. I can. I can. I have to not see your color, right. so I can appreciate what you exactly. It's we saying, don't need that right, shit. It's no saying things. that I what you did, that. yes, what need, you did, normally I notice that, that, you're, you're that you're a nigger, yeah, yeah. right? But what but you did was so, so special. I can't even see the black. You're different. Oh my god. You're different. I want you to know oh you're god. different. You transcended that you black. You transcended stuff. your blackness. Wow. You like we don't have to transcend no. it. Mm-mm. We're cool where we're at. Just Do y'all like, transcend whiteness. When yeah. there when there are things in pop culture that um let's say black people like of a white artist, have mm-hmm. you transcended your whiteness? Mm-hmm. No. You're no. just being white no. and producing shit. No. No. The same way that we have listeners of all backgrounds, we're yeah. not we're not transcending race. We're Our not. listeners who appreciate us, 
they, they just, appreciate yeah. what we do yeah. and that's it we're mm-hmm. not transcending anything exactly we're overcoming white supremacy so bam fuck that shit Jeez. um so that's that we're sorry to break it to you prince was a black man was is and forever black. will be and the only other color he would be fuck. is purple that's it and that's the it end. and that is fucking end. anyway so uh, he was awesome sauce speaking of hbo putting out um interesting things mm-hmm. the weekend before last weekend no, last weekend happened. The weekend before last, mm-hmm. um, they debuted. Um, I don't remember the title of it. Confirmation. Because... Yeah, I see you. Look at you. Zingerman. Thank you. Look at you in your notes because I don't be keeping them no, too bad. No, no. Pat my weave. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yes, they um, confirmation starring Kerry Washington and you know the man's name because you be knowing Wendell so. Pierce. Thank you. Wendell Pierce. Wendell Pierce paid Clarence Thomas. Mm-hmm. And Kerry Washington played Anita Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, Anita Hill was a story of a woman, black woman, who um, I always... Well, actually, this happened when I was like eight. So as I got older, then I kind of came a little bit aware of the situation. Mm-hmm. To my understanding, I thought it was a woman who came forward when Clarence Thomas was nominated to be Supreme Court, to justice, be on the Supreme right, Court right, Justice, right. that... She came up and was like, he sexually harassed me, mm-hmm. and it was like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But from watching Confirmation, according to Confirmation, and you know, some of the research that I did after watching it, they sought her out. Mm-hmm. They because because he was being nominated, they had to. He was being nominated, so mm-hmm. you know how they look for shit with politicians or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So the Democratic Party was looking for shit to get on him because they he was a Republican pick, so they mm-hmm. were trying to not have him be Supreme Court, mm-hmm. you know, justice. Mm-hmm. So they were looking for names of women who, whatever, she was one of the names they had. Mm-hmm. They called her. She was actually was like, I'll do it, um, but it has to be anonymous. And this is a, something that happened to her 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. At this point, she's a grown-ass woman. She's a law professor. She has, um, to her understanding, healed from whatever mm-hmm. happened mm-hmm. Um, to her mm-hmm. with, between her and this man, moved on. You know, I didn't realize, because I was also life. a kid, I didn't realize that it had happened 10 years prior to yeah. those hearings. Yes. Wow. So, or that they had sought her out, because, of course, the the picture was painted that yes, she was this crazy, crazy liar, cra- where she come from, yeah, and da 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 So I'm watching this. Um, Kerry Washington actually was really good, because... I had seen clips of Anita Hill in my life like many times, and Carrie did it pretty well because her mm-hmm. the way she talks is kind of slow, but like it's like she's thinking when she mm-hmm. speak. I went to mm-hmm. the you know like it was, mm-hmm. I don't know it was just I like right, when actors right, 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 you know right. whatever anyway. So it was good. What you call it was good playing Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas. Wendell Pierce. Uh huh. You know you can't like him, so. <laughs> but he was good. He's playing. good at those roles though. <laughs> he's, he's always a good ache. Yeah. Shit. He's, he plays a good yeah, asshole. No, he but a good, um, he plays a really good ass. But he plays a good when he's a good guy. He plays a really good guy too. Uh, I always remember him as bad. Mm-hmm. Oh well, he was a good guy, kinda. When he was waiting to exhale, and he was like the ugly guy that she slept with. He was like, we, he was <laughs> unlikable, and then he got likable for a minute. Yeah, then it was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yes. So, it was sad for me to see how the media, especially. Then, where she, we live in an age now where we have an outlet to speak to the public. We mm-hmm. don't have to 
have the public or the media speak for us. Right. She didn't have these voices. This right. is a case that it was in a night, nothing, nineteen ninety three, no ninety five ish. That sounds later than it was. I don't remember being that much that old. So nine, no, nineteen ninety one. Yeah. 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 So um, thank you. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, I did the math the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she, yes, yeah, so I'm watching this and. It was kind of heartbreaking knowing that this media was painting a picture of her like kind of being crazy. She, it was either she was a crazy feminist, mm-hmm. she was a lesbian, because mm-hmm. that's another thing, too. She was single. She was a woman in her 30s, still single, unmarried, 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 single in the sense of not having a boyfriend right. and no children. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, what the f- what's, what's right. up with this woman? Pariah. Yes, yeah. what's up with this woman? Mm-hmm. Um... So yeah, was she was a lesbian. That was a thing floating around, mm-hmm. and she was just this crazy feminist who just hated men and just wanted to fuck with men. Right, right. And right. that she made these things up. I forgot the name of it, but they was pushing out this disorder mm-hmm. that she has. Wow. She has this disorder where where um she created this fake relationship dynamic oh my God. in her brain. Like she thinks she really she thinks these things are true. Mm-hmm. Like it's true because she thinks it's true. Mm-hmm. But no, she has wow. a, yeah. And it was just like what the fuck. Yeah, it was this was crazy mm-hmm. and it made me feel bad for her. But then it also made me because even as I've never been in a work sexual harassment situation, mm-hmm. and she never she never had sex with him. It was nothing. Um, uh, it depends on your scale of what yeah. you find appropriate or inappropriate, but nothing hugely grotesque. Like right. what his dick she was wasn't on her fondled. desk. Yeah, she wasn't touched. Right. Her persons were was her physical mm-hmm, persons mm-hmm. were fine. Right. Like all of that stuff, but like he wasn't saying, "Hey, hot tits." Yeah, exactly. Right, right, but right, we, right, what right, we right. typically think when we right. when we think of like sexual mm-hmm. harassment in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So like it would be things as if he would talk about porn around her. Mm-hmm. And say how he likes certain positions mm-hmm. and how he likes bestiality and just, just shit that nobody really asked in, you at yeah. work. Yeah, and she was considerably younger. I think she was probably like twenty four mm-hmm. when this was happening. Mm-hmm. So it was just like okay, yeah. <laughs> like you know whatever. He would try to date her. They never went on a date or whatever. Um, and then the one that the one that stood out the most, and I remember this even when I was a kid, but it was like. Monitor, he said, what did they say, Monitor? It's like, shut up, shut mm-hmm. up, because I wasn't supposed to be listening. Mm-hmm. But he said that someone, he went to get a Coke, and he was like, who put pubic hair on my Coke? What but it was like fuck? in front of people type thing, mm-hmm. but it was like, it just it embarrassed the shit out of her to have your boss in a room full of people look at you like, who put pubic hair on my Coke? Oh you know, like, it was God. just like, that was like the one that stood out for her the yeah. most. So that was spoke of a lot. And it's just as like it made me think more about how men do not understand consent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like consent and boundaries. Right. He didn't give a fuck about her boundaries. Mm-hmm. Because your dick is not on her forehead, you think you're not violating yeah. this woman. Like he probably really thinks he did not like sexually harassed Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Anita. mm -hmm. Like, he probably really to this day believes that Mm -hmm. because we live in a world that conditions you to think that unless someone is, like, fucking raping you on top of the table or calling you hot tits or, like, being, like, a, a... 
outward creep like mm-hmm. a, a man with your shirt open with a hairy chest yeah. like that like yeah. that that's not real and that's mm-hmm. not what sexual harassment is mm-hmm. you know and she's one of the um in a, the US I think yeah in US history that we know of a woman standing up mm-hmm. to say this is sexual harassment right. and to go in front of a committee and tell her whole story mm-hmm. is fucking amazing mm-hmm. and dope and mm-hmm. it's because of her it's because of this situation where why we have the sexual harassment videos and they're not as effective as they should be but this is why the workplace try to change when it comes to sexual harassment Mm -hmm. and how um we go about um you know what what is the hr issue now Mm -hmm. like what is that Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but it's unfortunate that she kind of had to be like the um because you obviously you know, he became Supreme Court Justice, so no one cared. And mm-hmm. eventually she just gave up and was like, I'm, like, ripping um, my part of life for what? Right. Why right. am I doing this, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, just watching it was just like, wow. Wow. Made me feel for her. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. I heard I heard it was good. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you bring up a lot of things that I haven't, like, I, I was around for it, but I was too young to really understand yeah, what was yeah. happening. And then, of course, she was being painted in a certain way. Yeah. Um, and then they even, like, and uh, we know, as an adult, we know this, but they show that when she came forth, it was, like, a media circus, where they, not the media circus, but the politicians, especially the Republicans, was, like, make sure when he comes to court that we have black people, um... Out, out in the streets for him and wow. make sure it's black women and wow. you know like all of this stuff mm-hmm. and and it, that's the same you know the same and you know that's not hard at I'm all sure that wasn't hard yeah to, like yeah. at all um mm-hmm. especially because we at that point we knew nothing about him which is a black person being nominated for supreme court yep. justice yep. to replace um Thurgood Marshall mm-hmm. we want to keep it black mm-hmm. That's the man is probably got this woman, so we can't have another black man right. be in this position. And here's this woman who has to be silenced mm-hmm. once again mm-hmm. for the sake of. And black she's a black men. woman, and we're always trying to tear black men down. Anyway, trying, yeah. that's the story. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it was just like mm-hmm. unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But and, I, and I think that in the larger ethos of um, this ideology of this falsehood of black women being angry and vindictive and trying to tear black men down or whatever Mm -hmm. that that incident in our history has helped to fuel the false notion that that's a real thing yeah you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. Um, that's that's that was another another thing because when when clarence thomas said his piece his mm -hmm. piece Mm -hmm. I thought I had to sneeze. When he said mm-hmm. his piece, and it shocked the shit out of me mm-hmm. that Clarence Thomas sat in front of this committee of senators mm-hmm. to state his case, and he pulled the black card. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker mm-hmm. pulls mm-hmm. the black card, and he like pulls. This is about race. Mm-hmm. This is a public lynching. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the country had moved past this, mm-hmm. and this is this is like I and it. Just to know who he... When you watch it, because I haven't seen it yet, when you watch it, do you feel like on any level he was being treated differently because he was black? Um, No, because the way the movie was, it doesn't get hugely into their lives. It's about okay. when they were 
Um, so we already get the, here yes. at this hearing yeah. thing. So we, right, yeah, right, right, most right. of the movies are hearing. Like um, Anita Hill and him don't even have scenes together. It's right. just about this hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Biden headed that, so it was. Mm-hmm. It's just about that. Right. Lead, the beginning is basically like them saying we need to find something on him. And then, oh, we got a name. And then it's her. And then, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But the meat of this movie mm-hmm. is making sure you have enough evidence or whatever to present right. your case to that committee. Got it. Got it's it. Got it. Yeah. Did the actor who played Joe Biden have a winning smile? He did. Good. He did. Aw, Joe. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, was just, it's just, it opens doors to a part of um, another part of when we, cause we don't now, mm, we do, but we don't focus on the, well, we know that mm-hmm. people don't focus on the sacrifices that black women make all the time. Like right. this is, this was a huge sacrifice. This woman could have lost her career mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of this. Right. And she sacrificed that for women, black mm-hmm. women, like, Mm-hmm. And she's like a fucking blip in history, right. and you know it's it's just ridiculous that I had to watch this movie to remind me, right? Of, to tell you what happened. Yes, yeah, 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 to yeah, re- yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like I think I should have heard her name a lot more, mm-hmm. but I guess because the media like painted her to be some crazy black lady yeah. that no, people never really revisited her name again mm-hmm. in the ways that they needed to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that kind of broke my heart. Like I, I Googled to like, what, is she, what does she look like now? Yeah. Like, is she okay? Yeah. Is she like, making sure she's not is like she destitute? Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does she's, she look like? She, she looks fine. Good. She's written a few books. Like, it's not like she's just like, mm-hmm. I just wanted to, I felt like I wanted to make sure she wasn't like Zora Neale Hurston. Right. You know, I, it was right. just like, I just right. have to make right. sure she's like, mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. So, according to Wikipedia, she's good. I don't know, like, what's happening right now in the house, but yeah, but just like, I have to, like, make sure she's good. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, on another note, oh, it's prom season. Okay? It's prom season. Wait, wait. Let me tell the listeners how. I keep seeing Jay uh-huh. yell at any kind of promposal. I fucking hate What it. is this? I Why is it. this happening? I hate prom And I feel, I feel no way about I'm neutral. Like, I don't mm-hmm. really care. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yeah. I need to ask her. Yeah. I need to hear your thoughts on these promposals. I hate promposals, right? So, like I said, it's prom season around the U.S. right now. And kids are being asked out to prom and yada, 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 yada. But I hate promposals. And part of that stems from our the country's culture of proposals and people, instead of making it a moment to um, ask someone to be their partner in life, they make it this thing, or to do something special for their partner in life, they make it this, some people make it a thing where they're competing and then trying to outdo um, the next person. So it becomes mm-hmm. this whole thing and oftentimes becomes some sort of mu- money-sucking venture instead of, like, an intimate yeah, moment. Yeah, so that's what engagement proposals... Right, yeah. right. So there's yeah. that whole thing. And so I feel like promposals borrow from that culture um, 
for children. We're not even talking about like college age people, right? So we're talking about kids. So prom, there are people who have, there are places where you just have a senior prom, like in my school in the Bronx, but there are places around the country that every grade has a prom. Yeah, that's and so you're talking news. about, right, you're yeah. talking about kids who are anywhere between ages, how old was I when I went to? 14 to like 17? 13 to like 17. Yes. Yeah. 13, 14, 15, 16. 13 to like 18. I was 13. Right. Right. 13 to 18, 19 in uh-huh. some places or whatever. 13 years old. Prom, as far as I understand it, you celebrating the end of the school year is approaching. You going out, you dressing up, you hanging out with your friends. Maybe there's a guy or girl there that you like or a non-gender identifying person there that you like or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to be a good, fun time. And I feel like some people get asked to prom before prom proposals even enter the equation, right? Some people get asked to go on a date. Some people don't. Some people go with friends. There's all different kinds of ways these could happen. Um, but there's so much pressure, I think, for children that age, for adolescents to fit in, for teens to, um, you want to feel a part of something you want to feel included. Um, I feel like our society has traditionally glorified the high school experience. Um, because for a lot of, a lot of people didn't get to go to college and high school, or even your life changes when you leave high school or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So in media, a lot of times the high school experience is glorified and you know, they, there's this retelling of which kids were the nerds and the nerd story, the jock story, the this story, the that story or whatever. And there are always kids who are left out of the main collective and you have kids who are cool with that and kids who are not or whatever. And I just feel like the promposal thing further others children and it further um, exclusive fucking exclusivizes or some shit. It separates kids, I think, from the general experience that should be having a good time at your prom, hopefully. I think prom did that anyway, period, without a promposal. Because mm-hmm. if you didn't have a date or you didn't... Have, like, I think prom did that anyway. Like, without mm-hmm. if, without promposals not existing, that still happened. My thing with it, and I didn't think about it until we were just talking, mm-hmm. my th- issue I think now that I just thought about mm-hmm. with proposals is the pressure that it puts on a woman. The pressure that it puts on a girl. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in this space everyone is here. You did all of this shit. I probably don't really want to go with you. Right. But now I feel like I have to say yes right. because of all of this. Right. Whatever brand, happens it's going to be Now a I thing. feel pressured to right. like okay he did all of this for me so I should just probably say mm-hmm. yes. I, that mm-hmm. for me is probably mm-hmm. my issue. I mean I think prom is going to just other people. Well there anyway. are no absolutely for sure, right? But there had been I I felt like there had been groups of kids who were going together like people who didn't have dates or and and they would go I'm together sure that and it would still be happens, cool. Though. Right, but I feel like the promposal further heightens that whole thing. Like I feel like it used to be, oh, did you ask such and such? What did they say? Or yada, 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 yada. And now it's this public event. So there's even more. And then you add the social media aspect to it or whatever. But it's it's a public event on something that should be not that. It's just like added, like you, like but what you said is added pressure. Mm-hmm. It's added, everyone knows what this person did for such and such. Mm-hmm. And so now we're talking about this instead of trying to 
have fun at prom or instead of that kind of that's how I see it. Pressure I don't like or the secret pressure. pressure. But like, I maybe I don't maybe I don't connect with the othering because mm-hmm. life is just all like you always everything is kind of othering. Yeah, but there are of course levels to not. that. I just don't like the pressure applied to these children to out somebody else with their prom proposal mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. damn I didn't really want to go with him but he did all of this shit I'm gonna look mm-hmm. like a bitch right. if I say no right. <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. or like that pressure shit mm-hmm. I had to out him or I want to ask her mm-hmm. and I don't have the money to ask her like that so now I'm not gonna and like, all of I'm that saying. pressure stuff I don't yes. like but I don't think like the othering but that is, is that is yeah, but there are levels to that. Shit. I know that. I'm just saying the pressure. Mm-hmm. I think is the the issue. Like they're going to. But you I just mentioned. Like you just mentioned. Ring. You just mentioned the the economics of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which but that happens. People... You know how expensive prom is outside of a, like it. I get that, but I'm just saying that this is going to happen in prom culture, high school culture, whatever. Like mm-hmm. you have a prom every year. You know how many dresses that is. You know how many times your hair got to get done. You know mm-hmm. how many times like mm-hmm. that. Prom is going right. to I'm do aware that. of that. The last thing that we need on top of this already existing culture that has existed forever, the last thing that we need now to add to this fuckery is a fucking proposal of any kind. A fucking promposal. You know what I'm saying? That shit is it's just to me it takes it over the edge and it's not cute. I think it's not cute. And I think it's being celebrated as this cute thing because of our obsession with the proposal thing and our obsession with that type of attention. I think it's disgusting. I think it's cute if we didn't have social media. I think it's cute if a, if, if I think it's cute if a guy wanted to because I've had I've been in high school and and of course this is like a million years ago mm-hmm. but like a guy gave me flowers in front of everybody and it was cute but it was like no way for me to tell the whole world da 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 gave me flowers and but like it was it was different like but he gave you flowers cuz he wanted to give you flowers he didn't give you flowers because this massive this thing is happening that's happening to everyone across the board he probably gave you flowers because da 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 gave flowers before too like we're right, still, but this is what I'm saying. But I think it's not the social this, media aspect. Is sure, what makes I hear social media, but it's not thing. this ceremonial thing. You getting flowers, somebody giving you flowers because maybe somebody else gave somebody flowers at another time. It's not this ceremonial thing that's happening to every child and every student across the board at this one period of time, and so everyone is looking and comparing what happened to me at prom. I guess you know I what I'm saying. I don't. That's fine, but that's my feelings yeah, about it. it, and I just, it just, like, I don't like it. If it's not that, it's gonna be something else. I just don't. I, for me, my I oppose the pressure you're putting on kids. Like mm-hmm. it's just, mm-hmm. what the fuck for? I think the whole thing is disgusting. What the hell for? I think it's, it's disgusting, and I hate it. I hate proposals, really? and okay. I hate it. I'm just surprised. Why are you, you surprised? Like ridiculous shit. I like ridiculous things that don't hurt anybody. I feel like I feel like this is harmful in the same way. Like for me, I think that the uh, I don't like wedding culture and I don't like engagement culture and I don't mm-hmm. like um, the whole proposal culture. Right? Again, nothing wrong with expressing your love however you want, but what? While I don't like that culture, these are still adults who are making choices to do things in their separate lives or whatever. I think when we start imposing this kind of thing and embracing it and celebrating it amongst teenagers, amongst Mm -hmm. children, 
I think that it's dangerous um, for all the reasons I've already said, but then I also think it uh, then further nurtures this other thing. So now this travels into our ideas on proposals and marriage and da 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 da, mm. which is all like jumbled and muddled and like fucked up and weird. Um, I'm not having any children because this is really scary. But, um, um I pictured my kids not liking that. <laughs> you know what happens mm-hmm. to parents? You picture that shit, and then you have a kid, and they love that shit, yo. It they dep- betray you in their interests. It depends. I don't know. I, don't I, know. I, I pictured me saying, I want to do this. My mother's like, that's dumb. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I don't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't, no, I probably went to my shower. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. But, um, but at the same time, I want my child to be able to, I feel as if, if that's how my child wants to express whatever, then, hey. A lot of times, like when the prom posters I've seen, it's not like they even have to spend money. They probably do a dance, put something on the poster. Like, it's yeah. not even like, yeah, that's it's not cute. even some that's like, true. you know, it's not even like yeah. doves are coming out of a fucking locker mm-hmm. and some fucking shit. They're just doing some choreographed dance with a poster and the people are waiting around. You know, like it's not, you know, whatever. I just don't like that pressure. Like, mm-hmm. why does that level of pressure have right. to be to just asking someone on a, to go to the I hear you. I hear you. I think it others kids. And I feel like there's always a girl or guy or somebody it doesn't happen to. It's just an added leather, le- level of bullshit. I guess. But I, I guess because I feel like that's that's life. Yeah, but if you have this life already that's filled with bullshit, why we got to add more bullshit to it? That's all I'm saying. I don't know. That's more bullshit if it's bullshit. It's more but it's just it's bullshit. No, I'd rather have one mound of bullshit than to have two, yo. I guess. The smell is stronger. Anyway, did you have something? I don't have a problem with promposals. I don't. We like heard you, right. yo. I'm Why are you getting, trying to shit just, on my opinion about promposals? You just said, do you have anything else to say? You just, did I? Yes. That's not what I meant. And then I said, what else I, I had to say? I didn't think that's what I said. Yes, that's not what did. I meant to say. That's what you said? What I meant to say is, do you what have you a said? news that's not a news story? That's, I always got a news that's not okay, a news story. Okay, you tell it, please. Should I? Let me think about it. All right, here's the news that I Thank you. In a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor. In a world where people respect Don Lemon. Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways. With a special segment by Don Lennon. So here's news. So, um, today's news news that's not news story is... I came across this on the Twitters. Mm -hmm. Um, a couple of people I follow. Oh, Henny's back at it again with the Um, crush moving around. I'm I'm sure they don't hear her. Mm -hmm. Um... And basically, the um, this article I got from the New York Times, but I had another article that I had read um, from a tweet, but mm-hmm. I can't I couldn't find it, so um, I got this. But anyways, the UN personnel, excuse me, soldiers from the UN have been accused in nearly eighty cases of rape, sexual assault, and sex trafficking, and that's for. Um, 2014 alone. That's just for that year. Mm-hmm. Um, 
findings were basically the but it's the the UN handed in a thirty two page report um, early this early March mm-hmm. this month quietly they mm-hmm. tiptoed it over mm-hmm. to um, say that they are now investigating a decade long effort um, their decade long effort to end sexual abuse who's committing these crimes. UN officers, United wow. Nations, United Nations. I don't really understand why the United Nations exists. Okay. I never got that shit. Okay. But these UN officers mm-hmm. are, um, this is just for 2014, this number, 80 mm-hmm. cases of rape, sexual assault, and sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. Um, but the UN gave a report to, they don't say who. I don't know who the UN reports to, but mm-hmm. they gave a report saying that for the past 10 years, they have been trying to like curve this or stop this within mm. the United Nations with the, with their soldiers. Mm-hmm. And, um, Aren't these people, oh, with the, I'm trying to, okay. Peacekeepers. Right, right. So these are the soldiers doing this. These are not like diplomats and shit. No, these are soldiers. Okay. The blue hat people, that's what they call them. The, okay. The peacekeepers, the ones who are on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. these are these people. Mm-hmm. Um, twenty fifteen, they had fifty one allegations, and these are, as we know, when it comes to rape, sexual assault, and these things, these aren't things that are reported mm-hmm. in huge numbers anyway. Mm-hmm. One fifty one and eighty is too much, anyways. But I'm sure there's many, many more that are unreported. And when you think about the United Nations, a lot of time, if they're a peacekeeper, they're in a place where shit is fucked up anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna feel obliged to report my rape when the peacekeepers have raped me and I am in Haiti. Right. There's just an earthquake. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I say that to say that 51 is too much. 80 is too much. You and I know that. Mm -hmm. But that there's many, many, many more. Mm -hmm. These are just all that have been um, reported. And of these cases, most of these, actually all of these cases are from um, the countries Haiti, the Jim, the Democratic Republic of Congo, and the South Sudan, mm. which made me even more ang- not more angry, but it just broke my heart more because these are places where there are black bodies, mm-hmm. and we just know how disposable the world treats black bodies, mm-hmm. especially women, especially children. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I don't know. It's just like, it just made me feel like the UN is in a lot of countries, helping Mm -hmm. a lot of places Mm -hmm. and, you know, whatever. And it's like, why are these cases in these, at least where there was enough for people to even report. Right, right, right. right. (laughs) Because you know a lot going reporting. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, In these these countries um, that you're supposed to be helping, that are in dire need of help. Mm -hmm. Like, these are not places where they're just skipping around. Like, so that was just uh you know for me um out of the 51 allegations from 2015 um from those three countries again 13 of them were minors that were reported mm. 12 of these also um out of 12 of these minors those 13 12 of them have paternity claims Ugh. yeah and it's just like, how do you 
Like, you're a UN officer. Mm-hmm. You're not representing one country. I think that's what it is, that you're not representing the country. You're supposed to be neutral. We're just here to help. Mm-hmm. We're not soldiers of war. We're like soldiers of peace. And you're violating these people. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, the what the, just what the fuck? Yeah. Like, serious. And I, and I don't get why this is not news like i did find this article in the new york times but mm-hmm. the new york times releases how many things a day right right <laughs> mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so it's um it's still news that's not news i'm mm-hmm. sure it's not and even within this article the article is very short it's about four paragraphs mm-hmm. and um i'm reading it and then it just stops like what else you know like yeah. what's happening yeah um this happened it, it's near the end of march this this um Article was written in the beginning of March. Mm-hmm. What has happened since? Mm-hmm. There's no articles after this date. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Yeah. So, have these soldiers been arrested that that are a part of these allegations? Like, what the fuck? There's no information after that. Mm-hmm. And I feel in order for us to get more information or for something to be done, that more of us need to be talking about this. So mm-hmm. it's like that's why I just had to make this a news that's not news right, story because that's right. just fucking ridiculous. It is. Crazy. <sighs> yeah. Well, thank you. You're welcome. For that. But yes, please, I urge listeners, whoever, to look into this and make some noise. I don't know. Let's create a hashtag. I don't know. Um, I follow this. I follow someone who's um British. I can't remember her at name. I'll maybe ask her for information and maybe we can like update on the show. I'll update her on my personal one also and let's like get this information out there because if enough of us are talking about it, maybe we can help these people um, uh-huh. in these places mm-hmm. to not be fucking violated sexually. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Are you ready? Are you ready for the pit? I am ready for... Other pit. Everybody strap in. We're about to open some fucking windows. The new triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. The pit. Mm-hmm. Um. So back in 2014, um, Akai Gurley was shot. In a stairwell at in the, the pink houses. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, That's up the block from my house. Where you live now? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Um, by Officer Peter Liang, uh, who was inspecting the stairwell and um, had his partner turn on his flashlight so that he could carry his hold his gun out. Had his gun drawn. Um, shot his gun in a dark stairwell, the bullet ricocheted and killed Akai Gurley. He then did not call for help, did not call an ambulance. He, he called his union rep. Yep, text his union rep. They text him or some shit. I don't I just know. know he didn't call yeah, 911. Yeah, did not call 911. He contacted his union rep. That was the first thing that he did instead of getting help for Akai Gurley, um, who later died from that bullet wound. Um... And so Officer Peter Liang murdered this guy. Why he had his gun out in a dark stairwell, unprompted, 
um, as opposed to using his flashlight to determine whether or not he saw some shit. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's a stairwell. Of course, you hear a noise. It could be a fucking mouse. It could be someone using the fucking stairwell. Um, but anyway, uh, so the sentencing just came about recently. He was originally charged with manslaughter um, and sentenced. Was he sentenced to jail time and then it no, was reduced? No, it was like probation. Or... No, no, no. But was he initially sentenced to No, any? no nothing. Never. never. Any, okay, no. right. But he was initially charged with manslaughter. Um, the judge, judge, I want to say... I think it was Danny Chung. Yes, Judge Danny Chung reduced the manslaughter conviction to criminally negligent homicide. Um, and then... Peter Liang is to serve six months of house arrest and complete 500 hours of community service um, after killing an innocent guy who was in the stairwell. Walking, just walking down the stairs. Just walking down the doing stairs. Doing what you do. In the stairwell. Stairs. Doing what you do. Even if he wasn't doing what you do on the stairs, mm-hmm. he didn't deserve the death You could stand in he the stairwell. He didn't deserve the death penalty. No. For whatever. You could go and stand in the stairwell. And make a phone call. Yeah. You could go in there. there. You could sit there. You could smoke a blunt and not have to die for it. You know, like, what he could have been doing anything. Mm -hmm. It was Mm -hmm. not anything Mm -hmm. worthy of him dying. Right. So, in the tradition of police killings around the country, um, so this is a black male who was killed. Was that his apartment building or was he visiting a friend or whatever? It doesn't fucking matter. Um... Minding his fucking business, shot. Peter Liang had his gun drawn because he felt unsafe. He's a pussy-ass bitch. Because he's a pussy-ass bitch and because he you was... Wish... No, he's a scrotum. I've decided I'm not still calling people pussies anymore. He's a scrotum-ass fuck, okay? And um, because black life doesn't matter, mm-hmm. all right? If he was in a place of residence that was... If he was in a building... In Midtown, in the stairwell, he would not have had his gun drawn. Nope. He would not have had his gun drawn. Um, Anyway, so he kills this guy, he gets away with it. People have been protesting to make sure that he was charged, to make sure that he was properly sentenced, um, and to bring some justice to this family. Having an officer do six months of house arrest and 500 hours of community service which can't just a regular citizen do community service isn't that like just giving after community service right like that's not what you do when you murder somebody no it is not that's not how that works it's not you you guys know my story yeah i had a gun in my bag yeah i could have went to jail for five years just for a gun being in my purse right right it was just in my purse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, this is ridiculous. This guy takes out his gun, kills somebody. Anyway, so why we're here today, even though the whole thing is a pit. The judge goes in the pit. Everybody goes in the fucking pit, okay? Um, but we're here today because Councilman John Liu, who, former councilman, he was a New York City councilman and then New York City uh, comptroller. He also ran for mayor. I voted for him in that election because mm-hmm. he was... Um, traditionally in my experience, always speaking to the issues that concern my community and Mm -hmm. people of color. Um, John Liu, I believe is, um, Chinese American as was Peter Liang. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and that community, a large portion of that community were out when he was charged, when Peter Liang was first charged with manslaughter, they were out protesting um, his charge for manslaughter, saying that he was being used as a scapegoat for all of the police brutality crimes that have been happening across the country and that it's not fair that he's being charged and treated differently. So my outrage with this um, and why I take this so personal is that I feel like, and so Peter Liang had been showing up to court, not Peter Liang, excuse me, John Liu had been showing up to court in support of Peter Liang and his family. Um, He's been outspoken about calling Peter Liang, saying that that they are using him as a scapegoat for the crimes of other police officers. When black police officers are involved in cases of police brutality against people of color, against anyone, when they shoot people, when they kick people in the head, um, when they kill people, whatever the fuck, the black community is not in the streets saying that these officers should not be charged, that these officers are being charged differently than, that they're not benefiting from white supremacy, yeah. from the white privilege that other officers... definitely wanted offers. those officers charged... Absolutely. ...who um, murdered, what's his name, Freddie Gray? Mm-hmm. In Baltimore? Mm-hmm. That's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We weren't like, oh, well, they black, so... No, no. This is different. It, no. It's oftentimes when a per- an officer of color is involved in these instances of police brutality. That's not yeah. like... A random thing. That shit happens. You don't have to be white to be an agent of white White supremacy. supremacy. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So to see see a portion of the Asian community, to see John Liu, a former respected politician out here, talking about Peter Liang has been appropriately sentenced or he has received punishment and we just did not want him to be scapegoat and carrying the burden of the sin, uh, carrying the sins of other police officers, and how he should be charged appropriately this for this man case. Is not he Jesus. murdered somebody. He Jesus. He's not. He Jesus. He killed someone. He didn't. He killed someone. He <sighs> killed someone by doing stupid things. He didn't trip and his gun fall out of his pocket and, and then, yeah. it, a guy tripped down the stairs and it, it wasn't that kind of accident. He, he had his gun drawn. He asked his partner to flash his light because he wanted to carry his gun. He wanted to have his finger on the trigger so that he could shoot if he needed to. He was being careless because he was in a black neighborhood, because he was in the projects, and black life is valued with short worth. There is no value on black life. There is no police officers are not taught the equal value of black life, and there was no reason for him to operate with the care that it takes to be an officer. Um, and so he was out there fucking doing what they do and um, a girl is dead. And so now Peter does his house arrest and gets to stay home with his family. He gets to then after his six months of staying home and enjoying his family and house arrest and reading or whatever the fuck he's going to do in the house, watching Game of Thrones or some shit. He'll do 500 hours of community service. That's great. He needs to be in jail. He needs to do jail time. And the fact that any member of the Asian community was protesting because they were not treated with the same white privilege that white officers receive when they are not charged for crimes that they should be charged for, Mm -hmm. 
and that they were standing out there blind to the fact that people of color, that black people, black and brown people are consistently killed by police and you're out there protesting because this Chinese officer that killed a cop and that killed, excuse me, that killed a black man, an innocent unarmed black man, you're out there protesting because he was charged for it because he was charged for doing what he did. Manslaughter, killing person is shameful. And they should be, I didn't understand why they was angry that he was charged with manslaughter. Like because white officers don't get charged. They don't that's, get charged. Do. Like officers do get charged. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. But manslaughter is the lesser of the murders. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. didn't even go in on some like murder. Like right. they gave him fucking manslaughter and he obviously murdered someone. Mm-hmm. That could have at least been a murder too. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're, like it's just people it was disgusting. It was disgusting. And I had I had a Chinese American friend of mine on Facebook posting about that shit. Yeah, I see. They never, it was disgusting. For me, it was I, disgusting. I have Chinese American people um from like high school. Mm-hmm. Silent, everything silent, silent, mm-hmm. silent. Which is fine. You do not have to be right. as vocal of things as mm-hmm. I am. That is fine. Mm-hmm. This is the first I've ever seen him post anything about any kind of right. social anything. I'm right. like, "Whoa." Right. Whoa. Right. I thought oh, it was disgusting. So you do have a thought when it comes to mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. It's just annoying. It was disgusting. It was offensive. Um, and it was on the wrong side of it. And and that's not, again, that's not to say everybody was um, doing that. There was uh, CAV, who we worked for, who we've worked with in the past, the Asian mm-hmm. organization, um, who uh, fights on the side of justice. And they've been very vocal about the fact that Peter Liang needs to be appropriately charged yeah. and sentenced. Um, so it wasn't, okay, Hennessy. Hennessy. Hennessy, back at it again, trying to ruin the podcast. <laughs> okay, little dog, go and sit down somewhere, please. Or sit here in my lap. Okay, quietly. Anyway, um, so yeah, so it wasn't the entire community, but it was just really disheartening to see these people out there so vocal about not receiving uh, white privilege in an instance where this officer killed somebody, you know? Mm. Um, anyway, John Lou, you're disgusting. I'm going to attach the clip. He was on Democracy Now! talking. Yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, Akai Gurley's aunt was on there. It's it's worth the watch, um, but it is very disgusting. So, fuck you, John. You are in the pit. You're in the pit. I'm... We have two pit people today. It's mm-hmm. been a while since we've, like, thrown, like two people mm-hmm. but um yes i am throwing in a pit actually a music a music artist that i enjoy mm-hmm. enjoy duh, now mm-hmm. we'll see how long um and i'm happy that i illegally downloaded all of your music mm. you know i'm happy about this now mm-hmm. like makes me feel better mm-hmm. about this part maybe i have i don't know depends on who listens to this podcast right 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 if for if I We've did, never done anything that. illegal. Yeah. I've seen someone do it and I just listen. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But yes. So yes, I'm throwing MIA in the pit. Um, she is a Sri Lankan born um Sri Lankan born, grew up lived most of her life in England. Mm-hmm. I think London, but England, I say England. Mm-hmm. Um she's a hip hop artist. Kinda. 
She's a hip hop artist, just not like a hip hop artist as we know in the U.S. But mm-hmm. she does rap. She's a rapper. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. So she had an um, interview, and I didn't say the publication because I don't want to get mm-hmm. <laughs> You know how I am with that. Mm-hmm. She had an interview, and this is um, some of the things she had to say in the interview. And then I will, I think from the quote, you'll understand why I'm not throwing in the pit, but I'll break down why wow, she's just fucking stupid. But anyways, this is MIA. It's interesting that in America, the problem you are allowed to talk about is Black Lives Matter. It's not a new thing to me. It's what Lauren Hill was saying in the 90s or Public Enemy in the 1980s. It's Beyonce, it's Beyonce or Kendrick Lamar going to say Muslim lives matter or Syrian lives matter or the kids in Pakistan or this kid in Pakistan matters. That's a more interesting question. And you cannot ask it on a song that's on Apple. You cannot ask it on American TV. Um, you cannot. I'm bored already. You cannot create a tag on Twitter. Michelle Obama is not going to hump your back. Hump you back. I guess. I guess she meant. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's some English. Like yeah, tweet it or high five. Or, yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Ride the wave mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the end of the which oh, I'll let you rock. Go ahead. So first of all, MIA. You dumb bitch. Mm-hmm. You a dumb bitch when you do shit like this. Yes. I looked up the top five hashtags of 2015 because you say that you, you say that you there's no has like mm-hmm. there's no hashtag for you. I don't mm-hmm. get a hashtag. The top five hashtags of 2015 were. Pray for, this is not in any order. They didn't put it in an order. Mm-hmm. It was just the top five. This is five. the U.S. or this is just in general. This in general. Okay. Was pray for Paris. Love wins. Black Lives Matter. I stand with Ahmed. Refugees welcome. Mm-hmm. Now, I stand with Ahmed was about the young man who had built the clock, who made the clock, and the mm-hmm. teacher thought it was a bomb and all of that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, for me, that identifies with identifying with. But she talked about Muslim lives and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. blah. She, M I A is not even Muslim. Mm-hmm. Not to say that she can't speak about this thing. Right. You're not even fucking... But you notice the term that she used was interesting, Yeah, right? yeah, yes. It yes. wasn't about what's beneficial, it's that, yeah, oh, it's not, black, yeah, black yeah. lives, that's, that's old that's hat. So boring. That's boring. That's so boring. You're a musician, you're gonna be revolutionary, talk about, the Muslims are interesting. Yes. Yeah, that, The new shit, get into yeah. that new shit. Yeah. And then refugees welcome was actually a hashtag for Syrian refugees. Mm-hmm. That's one of the top five hashtags. Mm-hmm. So people are fucking talking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, she lives in the U.S. I don't get how you don't, maybe she met mainstream, but don't say no one is talking about this. Mm-hmm. And what you don't understand is that the only reason why now black, I mean, the only reason why now mainstreams is talking about Black Lives Matter is because we made them. Mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, that hashtag came about around Trayvon Martin mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. That is, what is that, two years before Mike Brown? That was a while, I don't know. I don't know if it was that long. Okay. Before. But that's before Mike Brown. Mm-hmm. We made Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. a mainstream thing. Mm-hmm. The mainstream didn't say, ooh, those black lives. Mm-hmm. We should talk. No. We fucking was kicking. We was at their doors, mm-hmm. punching, screaming, kicking. Mm-hmm. But, and they had no choice but to. Right. For us to go in. Right. Like, you're, you're And stupid. no one was saying it was never packaged 
It was never packaged as Black Lives Matter. It's cute to say that Lauren Hill was talking about this because that's the only black rapper that you know. It's cute to say. But even even with that, they were saying that then. What are you talking about? I've been saying. Since I was a kid, peace in the Middle East, which mm-hmm. is like a hip hop type mm-hmm. of thing. We we've were, all been we've been talking it. about That's the, the Middle thing. East. That if we've you want to talk about stuff it. being old news right. and shit, we were talking about this. Right. I remember being fucking nine, going peace in the Middle East right. on some like hip hop shit, mm-hmm. talking about the Middle East. So what the fuck are you talking mm-hmm. about? If you want to talk about something being interesting mm-hmm. and new mm-hmm. and old and blah blah blah, right. what are you what are you talking about? Right. You're stupid. Right. You're right. stupid. And You're fucking stupid. Right. She's not seeing, she's also not seeing the blackness of the artist who she referenced. At all. She's not seeing it. She's seeing, oh, artists are hopping on what's the cool new trend and not, not seeing, seeing that it. this is their experience. Exactly. This is their experience. Exactly. As black people. Kendrick is a black man from Compton. Yes. Who has experienced his These life things. not mattering. Yes. Beyonce is a black woman. From Texas. Texas, exactly. She has experienced her life not mattering. We've experienced our lives not mattering. These are black artists. And when MIA was talking her political shit, when she does, we all fuck with it. Start and, yeah, yeah. your fucking yeah. hashtag no. and garner the support of your celebrity but friends. But like, what annoys me is that and this is similar maybe to like what your friend felt about the LBGT community or whatever, mm-hmm. which we realize is because mainstream makes him think that. Okay. We ride with motherfuckers. Oh, but when right, we right. say shit for ourselves and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, how come we're not? How come you're not talking about? When y'all, mm-hmm. when y'all start y'all shit, because mm-hmm. you should start your shit. Right. You should start your shit. Right, Why the right, fuck right. do I have to do the work for you? Mm-hmm. Start your shit. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, yeah, girl, that's, that's you know, right. Like that's, you if it. you want it to happen, you fucking spending your mm-hmm. interview to talk about me. Mm-hmm. You could have started that shit right there. Oh, you remember that hashtag um, that was going around? It was called, um, it was highlighting Indians and other Southeast Asian, I think. I don't know if I'm being, saying it correctly or whatever. But the hashtag, it was about basically... Um, my like my brown is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was uh oh I don't know what is the hashtag exactly. Did you talk about it, Miss Vixen? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. But it was about darker skinned Indians um, embracing their complexion, and uh, black people everywhere shared that shit like wildfire. Like we always be, we we, support. we always support things. It's for, it's up to but that's the thing that annoys me about other POCs. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do your work. Right. That is not my job. Right. I'm like black black people are through with being everyone's fucking mule. Mm-hmm. It is not my job to fucking raise awareness and what's going on in Pakistan. Because right. to be honest, I don't really fucking know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm living my shit yeah. right here. Yeah. I don't know. But if you say, hey, Naima, this is going on. Can you da 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 I got you. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But it is not my job to do the work. I'm not asking y'all to do my work. No. None of us are asking y'all to do our work. Nope. So the fact that you would sit there in your interview where you could do the work for your fucking self mm-hmm. and you fucking talk about me, and mm-hmm. us and mm-hmm. what we're doing, you're stupid. You're dumb, mm-hmm. and you don't you don't like understand. And it's just like it just annoys me because mm-hmm. everywhere as you, if you listen to this show, I have issues with um POC, other P, non-black POCs. Mm-hmm. 
and allyship and all of that shit. And when stuff like this happens, I just get irked because black people, we generally, if you create the shit Mm -hmm. and we feel connected to it, we support. We do. And for you to like say that is just like a fucking, like you're spitting in our face. Mm -hmm. And it's fucking ridiculous. You have a career because of something we created and we don't make you feel some kind of way on some like, you're riding out shit. Like, I don't, I've never had, I've never heard those sentiments toward MIA. Mm -hmm. And for you to fucking sit Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. and say that Mm -hmm. is ridiculous. And it hurts. Like, it's 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 crazy. Mm-hmm. It's just I just it just drives me crazy mm-hmm. to like continuously have these people who need to because of white supremacy need to always like find some way to separate themselves mm-hmm. from black people because I'm well I'm not black mm-hmm. because I'm I'm be- you know like right. to I guess to be closer to whiteness and mm-hmm. it's just like. It's just, it's just fucking annoying. And then the other layer is the erasure of the many, many black Muslims in this world. Yep. There are so many. Hey, hey, mm-hmm. hey, hey. <laughs> like, there's so many black Muslims in this world. Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter is addressing them too. And for you to just erase them, mm-hmm. what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. How do you not even understand that? intersection of perfect what the fuck is wrong with you and and Mm. black people are we are consistently talking about the discrimination and discrimination and marginalization of muslims black and non-black muslims in this country and the othering of them yes. and the stereotype. We talk about that shit all, all the, the time. time. And if it's not enough, do your own thing. Let us know you need our support and we will show up. Cause the that's, people that's who what we show do. Up, we show up. up, we fuck shit up and we leave. That's just what that's we right. do. And you have to do the work. Mm-hmm. We are not, we will not be the muse of the world. Mm-hmm. That is just not, mm-hmm. we ain't sign up for that shit. Mm-hmm. That's not what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So if you need that shit done, MIA, do that shit or shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like, on some real shit. Like, mm-hmm. But she's only going to do it if it's interesting. Only. Apparently, yeah. that's what this has all been about. She's just angry because her political songs that we were into mm-hmm. aren't as... Black Lives Matter, right, mm-hmm. is becoming this global thing. So it's not to say that no one is going to care what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. People are always going to care. But Black Lives Matter is just like everyone in the world. It's mm-hmm. just like this is because there's black people everywhere. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But people forget. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, she forgot that Beyonce and Kendrick Lamar were black. <laughs> she <laughs> like, forgot that. Those so. niggas everywhere. So Beyonce telling her stories and Kendrick telling his stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess maybe I'm just making this up because we didn't have this conversation. Mm-hmm. They're probably overshadowing those things that she. Mm. did in music as far as you would and I don't I maybe that's that could be what she feels and mm-hmm. it's like they need to be doing what's interesting because what I was doing was interesting mm-hmm. because I was talking about um you know 
children from Sri Lanka Annoying. and refugees from the you know this mm-hmm. and then you know my my others were, b- b- yeah, were, better. were better more important more interesting more special yeah I've been hearing about black lives since the 80s and oh quite frankly so, yeah. it's tired because public enemy was doing this and this is like it's not it wasn't about doing it for mm. the art it was not it was doing it for the freedom for the freedom and for the therapy mm-hmm. like like Mm-hmm. What the fuck? You did, did? Do you think like people was like like? Are you gonna compare that to like the spirituals that they mm-hmm. were creating mm-hmm. the, while being slaves because they just had to do some shit? Well, you know, like you just like you make no sense. All darling, of this stuff, darling. Slaves <laughs> have been talking about freedom <laughs> forever. We're still talking about this freedom. My God. It's such old hat. Oh my God. So eighteen. I'm quite. I'm exhausted from it, quite frankly. <laughs> that was like not really. And then for her to reference British accent, her, I was like, her reference her references, her dates of references, only go as far back as nineteen eighty. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, when black people showed up. And so. in her book, right? You know, like right. what? I don't know. Huh? I don't know. What are you talking about? I don't know. Peace in the Middle East, MIA. She's tired. She's washed. For real. She's and I tired. always thought you looked like your feet stink. And now I really feel like your feet stink. Oh, she wow. don't she look like her feet stink. I don't know. She do. Okay. Uh, all so right. There's that. There is that. Take your stinky feet and go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Her feet do. Uh, whatever. All right. Some people look like their feet stink. And she's one of those people. On that note, <laughs> thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe if you're not subscribed. If you are subscribed, tell a friend about the show. Tell a friend. We need more listeners. Need more if listeners. you are a first time listener, shout us out. If you are his, you can hit us up on Twitter at T with QJ. We're on Instagram at T with QJ. Yeah. Let us know that you're listening. If you're an old time listener, let us know you're listening. We appreciate you. Um, send us an email. If you want to ask us a question, if you want to talk to us, if you yeah, want to give news, us money, story. if you, if you have, have a suggestion yes, for the pit, yes. Um, oh, shout out to uh, Spoken Words. He sent me a story that uh, I didn't get around to reading. But thank you for sending it. You could have just waited until you got around to reading it. Maybe we could have just used it, and then he could have felt special. I could still use it. <laughs> I could still use it. I have it. It's in my likes. So you could have just did that. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, you can send us an email at t with queen and j at gmail.com. You can, like I, like, I, like I said, you can follow, subscribe, and all that stuff on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, t with queen and j. And uh, Facebook we and at? Tumblr, that's t right. with queen and j. And I think that's all we got. We did it. Wait, what? comment, reviews. We need the world to know you listen to. It helps us out a lot. Yep. Um, and we don't ask you for anything else, really. at all. So if you could do us that Siggy solid and leave us a comment and a review on iTunes. If you listen on iTunes, give us a review Maybe there that and rate us. Yeah. That would be amazeballs. You can do it on Stitcher and you can do it on SoundCloud. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. People like cosigns. Yeah, yo. Yeah. Tell your friends. Spread the word. All right. Tell your mama. Thank you. Until next time. Later. Bye. Lemonade. Your feet stink. Albums still matter. Like books and black lives, albums still matter. Tonight.
could say she was a sex fiend. I met her in a hotel lobby, masturbating with a magazine. She said, how'd you like to waste some time? Stay.